What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Chopper Channel coming to you with an NFL wildcard edition of NFL Indies, Leans, Likes, and Locks. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell goes a long way for me on this video. It goes a long way for you. That way you become apprised whenever great content is going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods. It's finally here. The NFL playoffs, of course, my Vikings aren't a part of it. <laughs> like I would have expected that. But we have a lot to break down here on six games. We got Saturday football. We got Sunday football. And then Monday football. You can skip to wherever it is if you're watching this on Sunday or Monday. But if you're watching this on Friday as we release this here in the afternoon, congratulations. You're getting all the information for all six games. I'm going to break it down in depth. Have a play from five of them. I don't have any locks on the card. Again, for leans, likes, locks, for people who aren't familiar, leans are things I'm thinking about betting or I'm waiting for numbers to move. A like is something that I think at the number, when we're talking about market-based approach, there's positive EV attached to it. Depending on how much, I kind of like it for about a half unit, up to a unit here in the NFL. And then a lock, those would be plays that I'm jamming for a unit, unit and a half, something in that ballpark. And again, none of those on the card here, but five plays that I've got going, so... Guess we should just get to it. BetMGM has an unbelievable deal you can sign up for down below. You deposit $10 or more, bet five, get $158 in bonus bets. Only for 21 and over, if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. But going to be an awesome time to sign up at another sportsbook. Get yourself some exposure. We'll work through a little bit of stuff over on Odd Shopper. But producer Jacob, I know he's sad not to be talking NBA here on this Friday morning. Beautiful stuff. But I'm ready to talk a little uh, pigskin. Ready for the playoffs. Producer Jacob, let's get to the picks. Let's get this party started, but not really, because I don't. this is the only game I don't have a play from. Cleveland, minus two taking on Houston, open at one and a half, hasn't moved at all. There's a lot to be looking at here. First off, Joe Flacco, comeback player of the year. Let's hope that that ends up being the case. Although, again, DeMar Hamlin, we all know the story. Great story. Glad that he's doing all right. But Joe Flacco coming from absolute obscurity off the couch saying he wants to show his kids that he's still pretty good at football. He's still pretty good at football. This passing game has looked electric, completely different from the Deshaun Watson versions, completely different than some of these ridiculous backups that they've had from time to time. Although DTR, Thompson Robinson, he's going to be okay. UCLA guy, uh, rookie season. There are a lot of rookies in the fire there in cold weather in Cleveland, rain in Cleveland, and they're not going to look spectacular. But Joe Flacco has, he's resurrected, well, not even resurrected. He's just made David Njoku the tight end that was promised. And we're going to continue to see him go out and sling it around, and I'm excited for it. And Cleveland defense does have the defense that you would obviously prefer between the two. But Houston has C.J. Stroud, and that makes them extremely live here as dogs at home to kind of go and put the upset. Now, I will say, Cleveland travels pretty well. This should be more neutral for like a home site game than you might expect. But you got C.J. Stroud. And C.J. Stroud has been one of the best young quarterbacks that we've had come into the NFL in quite some time. Over 4,000 yards, over 100 QBR, 23 touchdowns to just five picks. These are not normal things that you have from your rookie quarterback. Everybody who, I mean, if you're a Carolina fan, rip, rip city and cj stroud just seems like an easy guy to cheer for that's for sure but you get nico collins that's going to be nifty he's questionable or noah brown's the one that's questionable that's going to matter in a massive capacity because of what he can do to stretch the field here in the passing game yet i'm really having a tough time finding anything that i like because this cleveland defense yeah that's the reason that you're looking at them being preferred the preferred side of this one pay attention to what we're getting from this Houston situation with Noah Brown maybe in the prop market but 
Not a lot of props that are hanging numbers that I really want to try to go take advantage of here at the moment with the news that we have now. So give me the plus 114 as a lean play on Houston. Just home dog seems like a good opportunity here. Obviously, CJ Stroud's still a rookie, but he hasn't looked like it. And Joe Flacco, still 38, hasn't looked like it either. Going to be an entertaining game, but the only one I have no bet from as it stands right now, next game. One more Saturday spectacular, and we go from a dame, uh, dame, a dome game that we had there in Cleveland and Houston to this. It is cold. How cold? Very cold. Now, only 10 to 15 mile an hour winds, which is why you're seeing a total that still lingers around 44, 44 and a half. We'll get to the Buffalo game where we're looking at 34 and a half being the prevailing number and why it's a little bit different. But if you just go to the Google machine and you type in Kansas City, I'm looking at around 20 to 30 degrees below zero at kickoff. That doesn't seem like fun. First off, every team, I've said this forever, Buffalo, they're the prime example. I would love to have Josh Allen in a dome for every one of his games. Why you don't have the functionality to say, oh, you know, we can kind of play it safe and whatever. This is like unsafe temperature to play football. And I know there's a lot of old schoolers that are saying, go out there, be freezing cold, whatever else. No, have domes and have the option that if it is 20 degrees, you could have the dome open or you could have it closed and you can make decisions. But when it's negative 20, negative 30, we're talking about player safety. If it was 110, I guarantee you people would be looking at this game completely different and saying, this is unsafe. This is ridiculous. We can't have people playing in 110, 120 degree weather basically like what they did for Cutter in the World Cup. But anywho, we've got Miami plus four and a half taking on Kansas City. Got to break this one down a little bit. Obviously, the, the major story that you have on both sides, but it's just the health of certain players. We've got Kadarius Toney. I know that he's been dropping passes, but say what you want. He can be a dynamic player playmaker for one game and one game only from time to time. And that's what this is. Single elimination. You got to show up. You got to play football. I would want Kadarius Tony on my team in those kind of situations. Yes, he's looked awful the rest of the way. And then Jalen Waddle, questionable. He matters far more because he's been electric and adding a, a completely different dimension to this offense when he is there and when he is not. Same thing with Tyreek Hill, but, you know, to a little lesser extent, obviously. I just, I find this to be one of those spots where you just look at this total and Kansas City, the ineptitude that they've had on the offensive side. The ineptitude. That's the actual word that you're using to describe a Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey offense in the year of our Lord 2024. But you call a spade a spade. Now, McCole Hardman, he got back off the IR. They ended up dusting him off a little bit in that Rams game. I thought about betting him for an anytime touchdown. I'm telling you, he had 11 targets against the Chargers. I know that they didn't have Patrick Mahomes out there. I know it was a meaningless football game without Travis Kelsey and a lot of the other first teamers. But 11 targets for a healthy McCall Hardman, who only played week 17 for like a hot second. It was nice to see him dust it off. Looked like he can be the guy. He's been in that offense before. <sighs> I just didn't have the gumption to be able to pull the trigger. I am pulling a trigger on a very long shot play here later in the program, but this will not be it. This is a long, well, this is a minus 110 play. Under a 44 and a half, I do not see this game going over. It's not projecting out that way. Again, do you think the running game, getting Pacheco back, and then having Devon Achan and Raheem Moster in action for Miami, I think that's the way a lot of teams try to get it done in negative 20, negative 30 degree weather. I know it doesn't have the crazy wind that Buffalo has, but I still think you're looking at an under, and producer Jacob likes it too, so ha. Yeah, said it was coming. Let's talk a little weather. Good morning, Vietnam, on Sunday morning, or Buffalo in this instance. Not going to be a lot of towel 
waving and well the towel waving is pittsburgh either way there's not going to be a lot of anything here in this football game that has you don't have the ability to hold on to anything it is going to be so windy it's not even real life 34 and a half total buffalo nine point favorites which seems a little bit wide for me but running some of the numbers as you go through epa this is still a buffalo team that I mean, in terms of spread value, number one in NFL and uh, NF Elo. So check that out, friends. They've been underachieving and now overachieving to get to the two seed after a very slow start to the season. So uh, kind of the numbers working out for themselves. They have the running game ability uh, that hasn't really been there at times. They're trying to tush push with Leonard Fournette at times now. That's wild to watch in Miami. But let's just talk the weather here because I just keep alluding to it because it matters. Cold, windy, terrible awful stuff likely to be snowing likely to be awful 35 mile per hour gusting winds good luck throwing the football in any way shape or form which leads me to why am i looking anyway we'll we'll get there on the buffalo side because the play is not going to be on that side of things stefan Diggs, good to see him have a pulse talk about a uh, playoff lenny he's showing up here so He'll be on the field a little bit more than it would seem latavius murray based on last game uh, uh, not a must win it wasn't because didn't end up panning out that way with the run out of Sunday, but still, they were able to clinch the division, get the two seed. Big, big deal. Buffalo can be a home field advantage for sure. James Cook going to be one of the more pivotal pieces of this game as well as Dalton Kincaid. Just being able to get anything going in these short yardage situations, be able to have any semblance of a passing game, that is pivotal to this kind of weather and environment. It adds some extreme range of outcome variability to trying to project pass catchers in any way, shape, or form. You could single game parlay a lot of unders, and I think you could look pretty darn good, although I would assume the VIG, not going to look all that great. All the more reason to check out the parlay builder over at uh, Odd Chopper because it's just going to help you find some of those unders that might be advantageous, even though the lines look really, really low. Like this one, Mason Rudolph. I'm looking at pass attempts now. He's only had 27, 24, and 20 in his three starts so far, week 16, 17, and 18, is the starter of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously, they played Baltimore last week, didn't really even need to go out and do much. So yeah, 90% completion percentage, good job. Great effort. 15 and a half is the line here on his passing completions. And this is where the market-based approach does a lot of the work for you. Minus 105, it is listed at DraftKings on the under 15 and a half. Pretty much every sharp sports book or anything that's remotely sharp is around minus 125, minus 130, or north of that number, still at 15 and a half. So you're getting a 25 cent discount, which is why we preach to have multiple sports books here on this program. And I just think the weather is just so unpredictable here that, yeah, even in these short yardage situations for Mason Rudolph, he's been accurate, but this is just such an absurd deal. Everybody's mind goes back to certain weather games for me. It was in this very Buffalo stadium where it was 40 mile per hour wins against the New England Patriots. And the Patriots threw it like a grand total two times. So just telling you, not saying that Pittsburgh's going to just grind uh, Jalen Warren and Najee Harris into the ground, but they're going to grind Najee Harris and Jalen Warren into the ground. That is their game plan in this spot, barring absolute unforeseen calm wins, which is not going to happen. This is going to be an insane football game to watch in my sweat is going to be a like play on the under of 15 and a half pass completions, not attempts, completions for Mason Rudolph. What a time to be alive, friends.
Friends, if you guys want to check out the positive EV tools, the Parlay Builder, everything I've talked about here at Odd Shopper, the tools are $14.95 for the weekly package now, $49.95 monthly. But you also get the Discord, which itself was $20 a week up until about two months ago. Friends, this is the opportunity that you have to jump in and see what we have to offer at Odd Shopper. And hey, when you use promo code Lindy, Lindy, L-I-N-D-Y, 20% off, bang, right there for you. Expert picks, Discord, premium tools, everything we have to offer. Signing up at the video description box below or going to oddshopper.com, signing up over there with promo code Lindy, you get 20% off your first week or your first month. That makes it $12 to try us out for a week. You don't like it? You have a bad run. We have a bad card. I understand. No harm, no foul. But get an opportunity to check it out for just $12? Shit, you can't even get like McDonald's for $12 these days, depending on where you live. But 20% off, promo code Lindy. Check it out, my friends. Back to the picks we go. In fact, let's work through one of those plays, shall we? What is the power of Odd Chopper? Well, first of all, it's not some magic formula. We are looking towards positive EV betting. That is finding edges wherever we can in the marketplace by having multiple sports books. If you have multiple sports books in your state, if you're in a place where you have multiple sports books at your usage, well, you're going to want to use it here in Green Bay, taking on Dallas. Seven point dogs are the Green Bay Packers. And I'm telling you, this is the game that I'm the most interested in betting on the entire card. Now, let's break down a little bit of what I'm looking at here in Odd Shopper before I get into the intricacies of why I'm getting a little bit weird. Mike McCarthy revenge spot, anybody? Mike McCarthy revenge spot? I'm ready for it, but let's take a look. As you look at the board here of the positive EV tool, we have ranked our top plays. Now you see some unders there. You see a Dalton Schultz over four and a half receptions, but I want to go a little bit further down the board to Jordan Love passing attempts. Now this team behind Mike McCarthy, no, oh, not behind Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Obviously he's on the other side here with the Cowboys, but uh, you are looking at a team in the Green Bay Packers that is now up to fifth in EPA passing. That is expected points per attempt. Telling you right now, this is a team that is firing on all cylinders in the passing game. Now, they've had some lackadaisical spots. They haven't looked good at times, but Jordan Love has really established himself as a decent passer throughout this season. As the season's gone on, that is 24 for 33 eviscerated Minnesota, 27 for 32 eviscerated Chicago last week in a game where 9.9 yards per uh, completion, pretty decent stuff. But as you look at the board here, all of that is factored in by the books. The books know this information too. So the real key is finding the best number and where it is offered. Now, if you have Unibet, Bet River, Sugar House on the left side of your screen, 34 and a half is the number. But at 35 and a half, it gets to minus 102. I will take the 30. What is that? Just top of my head, 35 cent discount between those books to take the extra pass completion. And then compared to the sharp books on your far right side of your screen, Caesars, 35 and a half, DraftKings, 35 and a half, uh, all the exact same number, but at significantly worse numbers, minus 120, minus 123, minus 126. This is why you want to be firing this up over at FanDuel. Jordan Love, 35 and a half passing attempts, I expect with Aaron Jones being in the backfield more, that he becomes somebody that you have more pass attempts to, to be able to carve out for him. You have an opportunity to go look at, at Jordan Reed, who's really come on as a wide receiver there, pending Romeo Dobbs status. Lots of great opportunities for Jordan Love to go out and chuck it. And hey, they are the dogs here. They're playing a Dallas team that is the two seed. This is definitely something that I think you can make some money on. So over 35 and a half passing attempts. I like firing that one up here with the help of Odd Shopper, but that's not all my friends. Back to the board we go, because this gets 
awfully interesting when I like the Green Bay money line as well. I think this is value, plus 260. There's actually a plus 275 that popped up right before recording. I had written lean, and then all of a sudden I had to update this and tell producer Jacob, I like the Green Bay money line now, and I have a sprinkle on it at plus 275. Mike McCarthy, prove it to me in the playoffs against your former team. Let's see what you have to offer in this spot. They have ran really, really good in terms of certain matchups. And yes, they have been a juggernaut at home. But Green Bay is sneaky. Green Bay is a great opportunity to buy low on a team that is on the rise and has played some pretty decent football of late. And defensively, if they can do anything to slow down CD Lamb, which is a very big if, Jair Alexander, what's going on, my guy? We could be looking at cashing this ticket. Green Bay Moneyline, can't believe as a Vikings fan, I'm recommending it, but it's math, friends, more than it is anything else. We head to the Rams, three-point dogs in Detroit. Excited to see Matt Stafford and company back out there. Obviously, Puka Nakua, when he slid after his touchdown catch in San Francisco, my heart jumped a beat because if he got hurt in that spot. Uh, speaking of getting hurt in that spot, Sam Laporta not practicing again here on Friday. What an absolute stone-cold disaster you are looking at here. Obviously, Dan Campbell, he... He's going to just Dan Campbell. He's going to do his thing. He played everybody. Jared Goff played it straight up, even in a spot where it probably wasn't going to change. It wouldn't have changed. Sam Laporta gets a touchdown catch and then completely screws up everything for this team with this knee injury. So Sam Laporta, we'll see what happens. He's supposed to get some work in on practice on Friday, but was not on the field technically. So just throwing it out there. That's status. How much can he play? That's a huge dynamic to this passing game because outside of him and Amon Ross St. Brown, it's kind of a smorgasbord of guys. You're looking at Josh Reynolds getting into the mix. Jamal Williams, uh, who's, or sorry, Jamison Williams, Jamal Williams. He's gone. He's in New Orleans. But uh, you got Jamison Williams, the former Alabama product, uh, was unbelievable as such, but hasn't worked out as a vertical threat here yet for the Lions. He will have to be on the field a little bit more here in this spot. Donovan Peoples-Jones, God forbid. Just saying. They're... Definite opportunities for Sam Laporta if he can be on the field. But I want to be focused in a little bit more on the other side of this one here with the Rams. The visiting Rams as three-point dogs. There's no doubt that the workload, Kyron Williams playing 90% of snaps plus in every single spot. He's going to be on the field for just about every single snap barring like a 60-yard run where he needs a breather or getting dinged up. Kyron Williams is going to play every damn snap. That kind of predictability is great for people like me who go about their projections and you're trying to, you know, have your, your ways of looking at things. Now, obviously, a market-based approach, we're just simply taking in the best line at sportsbooks, but combining the two, never the worst thing. Top-down betters, you have your you know, bottom-up betters. You have an opportunity to really check out everything in the marketplace and, and make informed decisions, and that's where I think Kyron Williams... 16 and a half receiving yards in a dome in Detroit feels like a great opportunity. And I do not trust this Detroit defense. Obviously, 51 and a half total. These are offenses expected to do things. So give me the running back who one has shown passing game pedigree and two is going to be on the field the entire time at this low of a number. In fact, I mean, what, what are we even doing here? I know that it's not a perfect one-for-one -one comp when you talk about averages, but he averages 17.2 yards per game. This is a playoff spot where they're road dogs. And now you can get a, a running back here at 15 and a half receiving yards. Again, mean, median. That's also a different com uh, conversation that we can have here on why I like this play. But one other play to put with it, Kyron Williams plus Puka Nakua. Anytime touchdown. Are you kidding me? Plus 125 here. Puka Nakua. Just dynamic. Him, Cooper Cup, 
I thought about the Cooper Cup side of it, but I will even take a little bit of the uh, worst number here with Nakua. The guy is just such an easy target for Matt Stafford in these kind of spots. Only six touchdowns on the season, so you're, what, plus 125? But this is a phenomenal game environment. He's been the most electric play player on this Rams offense, uh, which is wild to say because of Kyron Williams. And on any other year where you didn't have C.J. Stroud, this is like your runaway rookie of the year, Puka Nakua is. So... I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to bet in plus 125 against Detroit secondary every single time. I think you should too. Have a little sprinkle, my friends. Last game, let's get to Monday Night Football. But first, BetMGM, if you're looking to fire up anything over here on the course of the NFL wildcard weekend, why not get another sportsbook into the mix? If you haven't signed up at BetMGM yet, this is your chance. Unbelievable offer that they have going with the QR code in front of you or at the link in the video description box below. You deposit $10 or more at BetMGM at the link below or at that QR code. Bet $5 on anything I recommend here or anything your heart desires and you get $158 in bonus bets instantly. That is paid out as a $50 bonus bet, $50 bonus bet, and $58 bonus bet. Why? Well, 58, Super Bowl 58, that is the road that begins now for all of these wildcard teams. Obviously, they'll have to get through Baltimore and San Francisco. Easier said than done, so there's that. But this is the beginning of the amazing NFL playoff run. Take advantage over at BetMGM. Get it. Get uh, DraftKings, get FanDuel, get Caesar, get wherever you don't have sportsbook signed up at. Get your exposure there, but why not $158 in bonus bets in order to do that? So again, it's only for 21 and over. If you have a gambling problem, please call $1-800, but bet $5, get 158 in bonus bets down below. All right, Monday Night Football, now we fire it up. I don't think A.J. Brown's playing football on Monday. And if he does, I don't think we see A.J. Brown as A.J. Brown playing football on Monday. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But recording this Friday morning, I doubt, I doubt that he plays football. Philadelphia, three-point favorites still taking on Tampa Bay plus 130. And Baker Mayfield, shout out, it's not the GOAT, but said at the end of last season, man, he played really good in that stint with the Rams. He got a free audition as Matt Stafford was on the shelf. And the Rams, you know, Sean McVay just wanted to try some guys out. He realized Van Jefferson is dust. Realized two, two Atwells, like, you know, a guy he can keep on his team just to rotate in. Obviously hit gold with Demarcus Robinson. Hit absolute the lottery with Puka Nakua. And Cooper Cup, when healthy, can still be that dude. So anyway, the Rams auditioned Baker Mayfield with a bunch of dusty dudes. No surprise that you saw Mike Evans and Chris Godwin benefit from probably the most underrated quarterback in the NFL this season. Over 4,000 yards, 28 touchdowns, 10 picks. Really great stuff. Baker Mayfield, his best season in probably his NFL career. Obviously, uh, having these two skill players in Godwin and Evans doesn't hurt, but Mike Evans had his best season of his career. Over 1,250 receiving yards, nearly 80 catches, and 13 tutties. That wasn't Tom Brady. Obviously, he had Gronk then, too, that definitely. K-Dotton is not Gronk. Special news alert. But anywho, you guys want to hear about Phil Flip Flipadelphia. So let's talk about them, shall we? AJ Brown gets dinged up. They get completely eviscerated. They've lost all five of their last six, I believe. That is just absurd stuff that we've seen from this football team of late. And it's a bummer to have Jalen Hurts just kind of disabled against the Giants last week. They lose to Arizona at home. They barely beat the Giants, 33-25 there the week before. Lost in Seattle, lost in Dallas, lost to San Francisco at home in an apocalypse that really was the domino effect towards that losing five of their last six. And yet, three. Minus three. 
Antoine Winfield Jr., probably the best safety in the entire NFL, has a little bit of a gripe with that. And I don't blame him. I don't blame anybody here on the Tampa Bay side for having a little bit of a gripe for being dogs based on what we've seen from Philadelphia in the past couple of weeks. And Siriano, I don't think he's going to get ejected immediately for losing five of six in one season. But I will say, beginning next year, if they lose this football game, he will be on a high wire act early on for sure, which has me in a lot of what well, has me with a lot of interest on the Tampa Bay money line side of things. Again, I have a lot of dogs in play here. I would fire up Houston money line. I kept it off the card here at the time being hoping that number moves and that Cleveland absorbs a little bit more money before I fire it up. Going to be on that green Bay dog, probably going to fire up Rams dog too. Might just look for two or three W's out of these dogs in these spots. But I have far more faith in Tampa Bay's aerial attack right now than Philadelphia's, and I did not expect to say that at any point this season. That's for sure. But you have to pay attention to A.J. Brown's status. We'll say, if you want to wait, if he gets ruled in somehow, some way, I bet casual money just comes in and we see plus 135, plus 145, something like that you could jump on a little bit later. But I'll take it now. Tampa Bay plus 130. Prove it to me, secondary of, of Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, you can't because you're not very good. EPA here for this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team in terms of offensive passability. It's been up, up, up this year. 10th, huge improvement. If they get anything in the running game going whatsoever against Philadelphia, it is going to be, it's going to be wonky. Again, not going to alternate spread, though. Plus 130, Tampa Bay money line. Best of luck this NFL wildcard week. And that does it for another edition of Liddy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. You know what to do. Go to that comment section below. Let me know your favorite plays that exist for wildcard weekend. Always looking to have a great dialogue down there. And hey, we had a really good finish to the NFL season over the last couple of weeks. Let's keep that going for sure. Hopefully the NFL can have a chat with the NBA and all of these blowouts here lately. That's for sure. But hit that like button, subscribe button if you are new to the channel. And thank you, as always, to producer Jacob. Phenomenal job per usual. Until next time, friends, I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NFL streets for Wild Card Weekend.